This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Hello, I'm Latoya Edwards. Welcome to Passenger Seat Womanhood. I pray that this show is an encouragement for you to learn to let God take the lead in your life, to surrender everything to Him so that you can embrace the joy and peace that is only found when we let go of the need to be in control and to be perfect and we learn to just follow God. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 3 of Passenger Seat Womanhood. Today I'm going to be talking about breaking free from perfectionism. In my last podcast, I spent some time sharing my testimony and my struggles with perfectionism. And I just want to remind, you know, of just a few points. Um, You know, first, we want to remember that perfectionism is a lie. You know, it is a lie that we tell ourselves that we need to be perfect, that we must be perfect. Um, because the truth is, is that nobody is perfect. The only perfect person to walk this earth is Jesus. And we are never going to be able to be that here on earth. And then the other thing that I want to remind you of is that the truth, if the lie that we tell ourselves is that we need to be perfect, then the truth is that we can't be perfect, but that we can be our best. And that if we can find contentment with that, Um, then that is going to be fantastic. That is going to be the key to breaking free from perfectionism. You know, the opposite of perfectionism is contentment. And finding contentment in our lives and our situation and who we are is what is going to ultimately help us to break free from perfectionism and this desire and this need to be in control and the dangers that come with it. Um, I talked a little bit last time about some of the dangers and I just want to really focus on, you know, the big thing that I feel is the biggest danger of perfectionism is that we feel like we don't need a savior. We don't need God. God and, you know, the cross don't have a place in our lives if we have the ability to be perfect and to be in, in control of everything at all times. You know, if I can be perfect in my own right and my own strength, if I can be in control of everything and have it all work out, then I don't have the need for a savior. You know, God then has no place in my life. And I believe if we ever get to a point where we don't need God, that we are in the danger zone. That is a dangerous, dangerous place to be. And we don't ever want to be there because, you know, if we don't have God in our lives, we are in serious trouble. And so today, I just want to look at a story, a scripture in the Bible um, that I can relate to. And it is the story of Mary and Martha. And it's found in Luke chapter 10. And it's a really short passage in the scriptures, but it has a very important message, especially for those of us dealing with perfectionism and control issues. Um, And so I'm just going to read it really quickly. And it starts Luke 10, verse 38. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner that she was preparing. And she came to Jesus and she said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, 
and it will not be taken away from her. And so today, um, I'm going to share with you what I have found is the key to breaking free from perfectionism is to learn to be more like Mary and less like Martha. Now, I am a Martha. Um, that just seems to be the way that I am bent. I am you know, very detail-oriented. I like to plan. I like to have order. And I like to really have all of my ducks in a row. Um, for anything. If I'm going to, you know, relax and have a relaxing day with my kids, you know, I want to make sure that the house is spotless, the laundry is done, you know, the grocery shopping has been completed and and all of these things on my to-do list have been taken care of before I can relax and, and, you know, enjoy time with my kids or even just sometimes when I sit down to work. You know, I will sit down to work and all of a sudden my eyes and my mind will start to look around my apartment and I'll see, oh wait, I've got some laundry that I need to finish or there's dishes in the sink. And I start to notice all these details um, that I feel like need to be taken care of before I can, I can get to my work. And so I'm very, very much like Martha. I mean, can you imagine that? Jesus is coming to your house. Okay, he's, you know, he's going on his way and Jesus and his disciples come into your home. Now, of course, my natural instinct is going to be that I want everything to be perfect because this is my Lord. This is my savior. I want the meal to be perfect. I want everybody to be comfortable. You know, I want the decorations to be perfect and the house to be clean and spotless. And I want to make sure that everybody is having a great time. But when we become focused on all of these details, the scripture tells us that Martha was distracted. Okay? Jesus was in her home and she was distracted. Instead of focusing on Jesus and the fact that he had come into her home and, you know, taking the time to just soak in all of, you know, his knowledge and his wisdom and his teaching and, and anything that he had to offer, she was worried about the food. Now, I will admit that I have been distracted many, many times in my life. It's something that I struggle with even today. Um, you know, I sat down to, to start, you know, recording the podcast and, you know, I started thinking of this mile-long to-do list of all the things that I could be doing right now that would make it easier for me to focus on, you know, sitting down to share my heart with all of you. And I really had to battle with myself to not become distracted. You know, Martha was distracted by the big dinner that she was preparing. Now, the thing that I love is that the scripture doesn't tell us that what Martha was doing wasn't important. You know, uh, I think that being a good host and having things prepared for your guest is a very important thing to do. Um, You know, making sure that things are, you know, in their place taken care of is important. You know, as moms and, you know, as wives, we're keepers of our home. So, you know, making sure that our home and our families are taken care of is an important part of our ministry, of our calling, of of what we're called to do. But we have to be careful not to become so distracted with, you know, our day-to-day work and our tasks that we miss out on the big picture, 
that we miss out on what's really important. You know, Jesus says to Martha, he says, listen, you're worried about these details, but your sister, she has it, you know, under, she is where she should be. She is not distracted. She has figured out what is important, and that is what she is putting her attention to, and it's not going to be taken away from her. So what I take from that lesson is that when we are spending time in the Word, and we are praying, we're having Bible study, when we are fellowshipping with, you know, other believers, when we are spending time with our family and loving on them and serving them and serving others together, that that is really where our focus should be. These other things of doing the laundry and and ironing and cleaning, they need to be done, but they're not the most important thing. And I think that that's going to be the key to breaking free from, you know, the weight and the pressure and the struggle of perfectionism. When you say to yourself, I need to be perfect for people to like me. I need to be perfect to feel successful. I need to be perfect for, you know, fill in the blank. Whatever it is that you feel like you need to be perfect for, you're missing out on the blessings that come from having our focus on the Lord. Because we don't need to be perfect. The Bible does not tell us that Jesus came to the and died on the cross um, because we were so perfect. We weren't perfect. There was no way that we were going to be able to save or redeem ourselves. And we needed a Savior. And that's why Jesus came and died on the cross. Was because we cannot ever be perfect on our own. It's just not possible. So if you are pouring your energy and your time and your passion into being perfect, um, you're wasting your time. You are being distracted. You are so focused on all of these details that's not going to get you to where you want to be. And it's not going to get you um, to where God wants you to be either. There's so much more to life than making sure that we have all of our T's crossed and our I's dotted. And I know that you may be listening to this thinking, well, that sounds great, Latoya, but it's easier to have been done. I get it. I promise you, I get it. It took a long, long time for me to really get to the point that I understood that, you know, being busy and getting everything crossed off my to-do list was not going to bring me the joy and the happiness that I had told myself that it would. You know, if I can be perfect then my husband is not going to walk out on me and our family. If I can be perfect, you know, then this person will be my friend. If I can be perfect, my children will love me and things will be happy. That is what I was chasing. I had this idea in my head that I needed to be perfect in order to be accepted, in order to be loved, in order to be worth something. And if you are feeling that way, I just want to encourage you and let you know that that is not at all true. You don't need to be perfect to have value. You do not need to be perfect to be successful. You are exactly the person that God created you to be. And all that you need to do is to turn to him and trust him to take care of you. 
and to lead you on the path that he has already created for you and you are going to find everything that is going to fulfill your life and make you happy and help you to find joy I promise so after looking at Mary and Martha for this story I really really started to feel liberated I was like oh like okay so what I'm doing it's not working and the reason that it's not working is because I'm being more Mary or more Martha and not enough like Mary you know Mary Jesus coming to her house and she is sitting at his feet just soaking in all that he has to give and that is what we need to do that is how we overcome this struggle and this barrier of perfection we need to be like Mary we need to sit at his feet we need to sit at the throne we need to be in prayer in Bible study in worship service in fellowship with like-minded people and believers so that we can have that thing that will never be taken away from us that we can know who God is that we can know who we are because of who he is and once we understand that and you embrace and walk you know in that truth it will the bible says it will never be taken away from you you will never lose that contentment and that joy and that peace that is found when we live completely and totally in you know surrender and submission to God's plan and God's will now another thing that I struggled with a part of my perfectionism was feeling like if I wasn't perfect that somehow there was something wrong with me that I was weak or damaged um, or something and that can be really hard on you know self-esteem and how you look at yourself but I have to tell you that over the years as I have been reading my scripture and praying and getting to know who God is and getting to know who God says that I am because of him, that I don't struggle with that as much anymore. Um, You have to, you know, the words that God says to us are really meant as to help us on our journey, to show us the way, to help us know what to do when we are struggling with certain things. And so when I started to feel, you know, less than because I couldn't be perfect, when I would sit in my room and I would cry because I was trying to be this perfect wife that I had in my mind, but it just didn't seem like my marriage was getting any better. And I wanted to know, Lord, why? Like, why? What is going on? What is wrong with me that this is not working? And I would turn to, you know, the Bible and I would read Psalm 1830 that says, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge in him. And I would think, yes, God is perfect. He is flawless. And the thing that I loved about this image of him being a shield for those of us to take refuge in him is that he will protect you. He will keep you safe. He will, you know, stand in front of obstacles and things that are trying to hurt you. So if you are trying to be perfect and you are falling short, because we will all fall short if we are trying to be perfect, but if you are feeling less than, if you are feeling like there's something wrong with you, 
take refuge in God because he will protect you from that. The closer that you get to God, the less effect those lies will have on yourself, will have on you. So as I started to read and pray and get closer to the Lord, that lie of I need to be perfect to be loved and accepted and successful got quieter and quieter and quieter. And any time that I would start to feel like, no, no, I, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to try really hard to be perfect, you know, there would be a little voice that would say to me, you don't have to be perfect. Do the best that you can. Be content with that and I will be your shield. I will protect, I will protect you. You are safe with me. And, you know, little bit by little bit, I've learned to let things go. You know, I have learned that I can do only what I can do, and I can do no more. And the thing that I have found is really great about that is that once you accept that you can't be perfect, and that, yes, you do have flaws, and you do have weaknesses, once you kind of accept that and realize that that doesn't mean that you're a bad and terrible person, it is liberating, okay? Because what I have learned to do is to hold on to 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9, where, you know, God is saying, My grace is sufficient for you, and my power is made perfect in weakness. Think about that for a minute. If God's power is made perfect in weakness, then your weakness and your flaws and your struggles have a purpose. So I just want to encourage you to just hold on to the promise in this verse. You know, God says that his power is made perfect in our weakness. That's any kind of weakness at all. So if you say, Lord, I don't, you know, I can't do this. I can't complete this task. I don't feel like I know what I'm doing. You know, he's going to say to you, that is okay. Because I know what is needed to complete this task. And my power is perfect. And as long as you lean and depend on me, everything will be taken care of. You know, when I am faced with a challenge, whether it is, you know, single parenting or homeschooling or trying to balance all the different hats that I have to wear, you know, throughout the course of a day, you know, I get tired. And there are days when I just say, I cannot do this. Now, in the past, I would beat myself up because I could not do it perfectly. You know, I would feel bad and I would fall into depression because of my perceived failure. But what I have learned now that I have let go of that need to be perfect is that any time that I am falling short is that that is an opportunity for God to show me who he is, how powerful he is, and what he can do when I learn to get out of the way. And, you know, I have just been blessed immensely, you know, through this journey of, of learning these lessons because, you know, I have to be honest, you know, as a single mom, there's a lot of things that I just run out of energy for, especially if it's been, you know, a long day and we've had lessons and I've had to cook and clean and we've run errands and it's a lot of work. And there are many, many times 
or I will put my boys to bed and I will just kind of fall into the couch and just take a deep breath and just say, I am exhausted. But I still have so many things that need to get done. You know, I still have clothes that need to be cleaned. I still have, you know, a kitchen to clean. I have, you know, writing that I, I, I need to get to get done or phone calls to make or whatever it is. But, you know, God never fails to meet me in those moments where I am feeling weak, where I am falling short. You know, whether it's a text from a friend with a word of encouragement or, you know, a girlfriend saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to take my boys to the park and we would love it if you guys would join us. And she's like, and, you know, in fact, if you want to, leave the boys with me and why don't you go home and, and rest or relax or if it's, you know, an unexpected visit that my boys get to have with their father, you know, which gives me the time to catch up on, on, on housework, to maybe take a nap, to maybe get ahead on some work that I have to do. All of these little things that happen, you know, God is showing me. He's like, see, when I, when I told you that my power is perfect in your weakness, that, that was true. I'm keeping my word, you know, step little bit by little bit as I learn to let go, as I learn to not be distracted by all of the details of, of life, no matter what they may be, you know, I'm learning that those things find ways to take care of themselves. You know, God does great, great work and he does great things um, all the time. And the more that I stay out of his way, (laughs) the more that I get to enjoy those things. And so I just really pray and I hope that I have encouraged you in some way in your struggle, if you are struggling with perfectionism, you know, just remember that perfectionism is a lie. It is an unattainable goal here on earth. We are not going to arrive here on earth. It's just not possible. And if we ever start to think that we can, we really run the dangers of pushing God out of our lives. And we don't want to do that. Okay? We don't ever want to be so busy that we don't have time for God. We don't ever want to be so caught up in our to-do list and checking off everything that we forget that there is somebody that is there that loves us and that is going to step in and help us when we need it. And so I just want to pray for, uh, you know, whoever's listening just really quick before we leave, Lord, you are so loving and gracious and thank you so much that you have promised to be there with us at all times, that you are our shield and our protector and that you will keep us safe if we will turn to you and find refuge in you. Lord, help us to learn from the scriptures and the lessons that you teach us. Help us to learn to be more like Mary and less like Martha, Lord. Help us to not be like the Pharisees who are clean and put together on the outside and a hot mess on the inside. We don't want to be like that, Lord. Help us to be clean on the inside as well as the outside. Help us to be true, authentic people that can do great things for your kingdom, Lord. Thank you so much for offering us your grace and your power. And just, Lord, I pray 
that for anyone listening to this podcast that is struggling with perfectionism, Lord, that they will turn to you and realize that you are the answer so that we can all learn and grow and and the blessings and the peace and the joy and contentment that is found when we stop trying to be perfect, Lord, and we learn to just live at your feet and to follow your guidance for our lives. Amen. Thank you so much for being with me today. I'm Latoya Edwards, and you have been listening to Passenger Seat Womanhood. I would love to connect with you. Please visit me on my blog at latoyaedwards.net. And remember, slide over to the passenger seat and enjoy the blessings that flow when we follow God's plan instead of our own.